Welcome to the Wisdom School, a podcast by the Perennial Leader Project. To learn more and support the show, visit us at perennialleader.com. As a psychotherapist, how would you help someone that is maybe unfamiliar or very new to this idea of the givens come to to maybe recognize this grasping for control or any of the things that you've you've talked about what are some of those initial steps to maybe help us see that we're not necessarily aligning with how the world works i want to align myself to the way it is rather than to the way I want it to be. The five specific givens that help us do that, which are the five things we cannot change. And again, I'm only choosing five main ones of many. Uh, The first one is what we've already talked about, that uh, things change and end across the board our bodies, our relationships, our jobs, our attitudes, the world around us, the weather, the political system, religion, everything is changing. So if I'm the type who can't handle that, I have to conserve the way it is rather than liberally move with everything that is continually in flux. I have a disability because I'm not sitting in the saddle in the direction the horse is going. What is this horse? It's just how things unfold in the world around us. And then the second one is that things don't always go according to our plans. So this would make me realize okay, I'm not in control of outcomes. I can do my best to make plans and see if they can work out. But um, I I can't totally trust that that's what will happen. Mm -hmm. And pain is part of life. So when I go through suffering psychologically, emotionally, spiritually, I have to accept, okay, that's what all of us humans have to face. That is part of being human. You're going to feel pain of some kind. Mm. It was even painful to be born. Another one of the givens is that things are not always fair. So if I demand that everything be fair, I'm operating from a childish point of view. The world isn't set up that way. I'm not aligning myself to the way it is. And then finally, uh, people are, can't always be trusted to be loving or loyal. Sometimes they're unloving, sometimes they're disloyal. You might have a nice grandma who always was loving and loyal. No problem there. And, and 
and it can happen. But um, <clears throat> that doesn't mean that everybody will be like that. That's a, another important move toward maturity when you realize the rest of the world doesn't see me the way grandma saw me. So I can't expect to be held and coddled. It's a rough world, and uh, I have to be one who can roll with the punches. That would be another way of saying yes, roll with the punches. And in all of this, we want to be sure we keep reminding ourselves, this is not passivity at all. You're, you're going to do all you can to have your plans work out. You're going to do all you can to find the kind of a partner you can truly trust who will be loyal. You're going to do all you can to reduce the suffering and so forth. But at some point, you're going to have to acknowledge, that is, accept, surrender to the fact that sometimes you can do everything you could possibly do and it's still not going to work. We have to get this about our adult children also. You know, we would love to make the decisions that we think they should make, but we just have to accept the decisions they make. And we can say, I'm here to be supportive, but we can't um, turn them into uh, replicas of what we think is the ideal. Seems, seems to be such an important point. I... I love how you write in the in the book about this given number two, things do not always go according to plan, that it doesn't mean that we don't make plans. <laughs> you write a, an unconditional yes is a yes to the paradoxes of life. A paradox combines these apparent opposites, which are, seems like in my own experience and then observing the world those that paradox is it's difficult to see both of those opposites and come to the realization that everything doesn't go according to plan but it's also vitally important that i make plans and lead my life if if you will could you say more ab ab about putting that into practice yeah it would always be a combination of i do all i can and then I let what needs to happen, happen. So that's one half of a spiritual approach. I'm going to make uh, every effort. I'm going to trust the power of grace that will uh, support and upgrade my efforts. And at the same time, I'm going to accept the possibility that it could all collapse and not work out. And finally, I will take that as an opportunity for humility, which I consider the central virtue that one would have to have in place in order to say yes, because you're humbly standing before reality. You're not standing there with a whip to make sure reality bends to your will. You are 
uh, at the mercy of reality. Now, um, from a spiritual point of view, you, you can say, no matter what happens, for instance, let's say betrayal in a relationship, uh, no matter what happens, there's an opportunity in it for my personal growth. It's going to be painful to go through this, but I don't want to miss whatever opportunity is being offered through it. For instance, one opportunity is the realization that anybody can betray anybody, that anything can happen to anybody. I don't get a special treatment or special exemption. Uh, the other thing that makes it difficult to say yes to the givens, I'm just also thinking, is that every one of them involves some kind of grief. If things are going to change and end, I'm going to be mourning the ending. If things don't go according to my plan, I'm going to be sad. If I suffer, I'm going to be hurting. So in, a, in reality, um, in the acceptance of reality, it is built in grief because sometimes it won't be what you wanted or it'll be the loss of something that you had held on to for dear life. And uh, that's another reason that it's hard to say yes because you are saying yes to your own tears. There's a beautiful line in the Aeneid by Virgil. There are tears in things. In other words, the, everything you meet up with has some possibility in it of grief or loss. Um, and that's not like a pessimistic view. That's just, a, just the reality uh, of being in a changing world. A world in which you yourself are coming to an end, you know, on this mortal plane. No one is going to escape death. That would be a central given. And yeah. that's part of the first one. Everything changes and ends, even our mortal life. Sometimes religion is used as a way of protecting us from the thud of the givens. So we want to watch out for that kind of religion because that's a child's version of religion, not the adult version. In the adult version, it's what St. Paul says. In him, there was only yes. Not only I get special treatment. That would be another one of the challenges. 